Welcome to the Finding True Health podcast. One of the most common things that I hear from listeners and from clients is that they wish that they could be more consistent with their exercise. They either cannot seem to get themselves to exercise at all, or maybe they start a workout routine of some sort, do it for a little while, and then stop and can't seem to keep going. Well, we naturally want to do things that are enjoyable. So if we can make moving our bodies more fun and enjoyable, then we're going to do it more and it's going to become a part of our everyday routine without having to put in so much effort. I can't wait to talk about this topic, so let's go ahead and dive in. Are you ready to be done with diets, done trying to mold your body to fit unrealistic beauty standards? Do you want to create a healthy lifestyle simply to feel better and have more energy each day? Do you want to finally find food freedom? Hey, I'm Jenna, a registered dietitian nutritionist. Not long ago, I was an overwhelmed mom and struggled to make myself a priority. I hated my body and wondered how I could stop beating myself up every time I looked in the mirror. I also felt frustrated about my health and wished I could get myself to exercise consistently, eat more vegetables, eat less sugar, you know, actually do the things I knew could improve my mood and energy levels. But I kept telling myself I didn't have enough time or motivation or willpower or, well, you get the idea. But with some help from God, I was able to turn my health and life around. And I want to help you do the same. In this podcast, you'll find trustworthy nutrition information, critical mindset shifts, and actionable advice so you can feel better, fill your life with sustainable, healthy behaviors, and be confident in your own skin, no matter your size. So if you're ready to make peace with chocolate, but love your salad too, this is the podcast for you. Hello, friends. How are you doing today? Before we dive in, I want to just remind you once again to check out my free webinar on how to put the struggle with food and your body far behind you. It's absolutely free. It's about maybe about an hour long, and there's some really great information in that. So you can go to jennawaite.com. Remember, weight is spelt W-A-I-T-E, and click on free stuff, and you can sign up there. So I'd love for you to take advantage of that resource if you'd like. All right, on to our topic today. We know that regular physical activity provides so many benefits to our body and to our mind, yet so many people struggle to get regular intentional movement into their busy lives. And I think that one big reason for this is that people view exercise as a chore or as just this miserable activity that they're forced to do. It feels really heavy. It feels really unenjoyable. And we're going to talk a little bit in a minute about why that might be. But that is not how I want you to picture movement. Maybe some of you are exercising regularly, but it still feels like this thing that you just have to do, you have to get through each day. It is just this miserable chore that you've got to get done. The ninth principle of intuitive eating is movement, feel the difference. And within the chapter, Evelyn and Elise, the authors, used the phrase joyful movement at one point, and that term has really caught on. In fact, a lot of people think that the ninth principle is called joyful movement because they emphasize trying to find the joy in moving our bodies and to stop making it this militant punishment that we're putting ourselves through and really getting back to our body's internal desire to move. Our bodies do want to move. They crave movement. But thanks to diet culture, we've kind of lost that innate love and joy of moving our bodies and turned it into this 
unenjoyable thing. Some people don't like using the terms exercise or workout because of diet culture, because of the negative feeling that it often brings for people who have maybe overexercised or again used it as a punishment to try and burn off calories or shrink or mold their body in some way. Many people in the intuitive eating space prefer using the word movement or like I mentioned, joyful movement. I personally still use a variety of terms when describing movement. I say exercise, physical activity, joyful movement, working out, intentional movement. Um, They really all mean the same thing to me. And personally, I think that we need to reclaim those terms back, exercise and working out, as more neutral terms. Just like the Health at Every Size community is trying to reclaim the word fat as a neutral descriptive term, taking away some of the stigma, the shame that we generally put around that word, I think that we can take back the words exercise and working out and make them more neutral terms that don't carry so much charge around them. I think it's important to note before we get going too much further that some women do have a true aversion to movement because of their past relationship with it usually. And these people really need to heal their relationship with movement before they can really start incorporating a regular exercise routine into their lives. So I just, I know some of these feelings about movement can run really deep and can take some time and effort to work through. So what makes physical activity so miserable for many people? Why is it that it's so hard for us to get regular movement throughout the week? I like to take a look at those reasons so that we can make sure that we aren't doing any of those things that are preventing us from wanting to move more regularly. I think one reason is that people have this idea that movement has to be super strenuous. They have to be sweating buckets and breathing really heavily, and they have to be pushing their muscles to the point of fatigue. And if they're not sore the next day, then they didn't do a good job in their workout the day before. Now, some people really like pushing themselves like this and going all out during their workouts, but others, myself included, really don't. That's not what we find enjoyable or fun. Maybe some days we do feel kind of that urge to push a little harder, but then other days we just want to take it a little more easy. We, we want to get our heart rates up and be breathing hard, but we don't want to push 110%. And that is completely fine. We don't have to go to that extreme level of pushing our bodies for it to be an effective, useful workout. Even just going for a brisk walk has been found to be so beneficial for people. So if you're one of those people that feels like it doesn't, quote, count, if you're not pushing yourself to the extreme, then I hope you can kind of reframe your thoughts around what true beneficial movement really looks like. Another reason that people don't enjoy exercising is that they are too focused on the calories being burned, the steps that they're getting, kind of these more external numbers and statistics and things, instead of just focusing on how their body feels when they move, how good movement can make them feel, and some of those benefits that don't have to do with burning calories or getting their steps in. That kind of leads me to the next reason that physical activity can be so miserable is that people are so focused on the weight loss aspect 
they're doing it because they want to lose weight and that's their main motivation or possibly their only motivation. Studies have shown that people who exercise for the sole purpose of losing weight are much less likely to enjoy working out or to stick with a workout plan than people who are simply focusing on their overall health. I think one possibility for this is that if or when the weight doesn't come off or if it's coming off really slowly, not as quickly as they want, then people just quit. They give up. They think, why why even try? This isn't worth it. And they're missing out on all of those amazing health benefits of exercise simply because the scale isn't moving because that's their main motivation. Another reason that people don't like exercise is because they are using it as a form of punishment. Maybe they feel like they ate too much sugar the day before, so they have to punish themselves and burn that sugar off today, or they have to earn any food that they plan on eating later in the day. Maybe they just hate their body and feel like this is a way they need to punish themselves for any past behaviors or for not looking like they think that they should look. And then a final reason I thought that can make exercise feel really miserable is if you aren't getting enough calories and particularly carbohydrates throughout the day. This makes moving very difficult because carbohydrates are our body's preferred source of fuel. So if we don't have enough of that fuel in our bodies, moving can feel so hard. Even very fit athletes would feel sluggish and unmotivated to work out if they were not getting enough fuel for their workouts. So particularly when you pair a diet with a workout plan where you're likely not getting enough calories, probably not enough carbohydrates because a lot of the diets these days are low carb, and then you go and try and have an intense workout, that can feel so draining and definitely not enjoyable. If you're interested in learning more about how to fuel your workouts so that you feel great and have lots of energy for them, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode number 48 in this podcast, where I interview my friend and fellow dietitian, Jess Brown. She's a sports nutritionist, and she helps teach us all about how to fuel our workouts and emphasizes the importance of getting food before and after your workout so that you can feel as good as possible while you exercise. Now, if you are guilty of doing any of these things that I just talked about, trust me, you are not alone. I'm right there with you. I personally used to do most of those things. As a young adult, I used to work out for one to two hours a day. Often I wasn't eating enough. A lot of times I would try to study at the same time as I was at the gym working out doing a stair stepper or elliptical machine, and it was not enjoyable. Once I became a mom and I didn't really feel like I could spare one to two hours a day to working out, and I did not feel like I had the energy I, to be completely honest, was kind of happy for an excuse to stop my workouts because they were so miserable. I didn't enjoy them. And so I did stop working out regularly. I'd still go for walks here and there. And every once in a while, I'd jump on my elliptical trainer, but I wasn't consistent. And it's because my relationship with movement had been so miserable before. I didn't want to start it back up. Fast forward I don't know, a decade later, and I started working out more regularly again. And my whole attitude towards movement was completely different this time. And it has not been hard at all for me to be consistent. I usually really look forward to that part of my day. And so I'm going to share some tips on how I did that and how you might find more joy in moving. 
first of all, I encourage you to think outside of the box. Intentional movement does not have to look like going to the gym or taking an aerobics class or lifting weights or running on a treadmill or jogging outside. Some people really do enjoy these things. I enjoy these things sometimes. So they can be great if that's what you like, but there are so many other great forms of movement that you might find more enjoyable than those things. If you are someone who enjoys sports, look for a city team to join. Basketball, golfing, pickleball, racquetball, soccer, volleyball, tennis, kickboxing. There are so many fun sports out there. If you like to dance, even if you're not good at it, I think dancing is one of the funnest ways to move our bodies. Take a dance class, watch a YouTube video, just put on some music and dance in your living room. There are so many different forms of dance. You can do ballet or ballroom, hip-hop, jazz, Latin dancing, line dancing, modern, Zumba, or like I said, just freestyle dancing around the house. I have to share a few months ago, my sister said, hey, Jenna, I found some tap shoes at the thrift store here in town, and I went and bought a board from Home Depot, and I started tapping She just would look up YouTube videos and she showed me one of her tap numbers that she'd learned and she it was super cool. She was really good at it. And I thought that looks so fun. I took tap lessons when I was like eight or nine years old. I remember really loving it. I did ballet and jazz and a couple other things, but tap was one of my favorites. So I thought I want to tap again. So for Christmas, I asked for tap shoes and a tap board, and my husband's so sweet, he sanded down a nice board and even put little handles in it, and I have looked up a few YouTube videos, I've learned a few tap lessons. My kids all think I'm ridiculous. I know I look ridiculous, but it is so much fun, and I'm using different muscles I haven't used in a while. My heart rate always gets up when I'm doing one of my tap numbers, so Think outside the box. Find something fun like that, even if it seems off the wall. I mean, I'm a 42-year-old lady (laughs) getting into tap, and I don't care. It has been so much fun. If you happen to be a homebody, then there are so many things you can do just in the comfort of your own house. I don't think I would dare go do a tap class. I'm not that brave, but I can do it in my own basement. YouTube makes it so easy to do any number of activities in in our own homes. Other things that you can do around the house that maybe don't look like kind of traditional exercise but are so good for us and full of movement are things like gardening, jumping on a trampoline with your kids, running around playing chase with your dog, playing tag or dodgeball or anything. Again, this doesn't have to look like your traditional workouts that we generally picture in our heads. If you really enjoy being outside, being out in nature, you can go hiking, biking, rollerblading, or skating. If you're a little more daring, go rock climbing, snowboarding, water skiing, or wakeboarding. Or like I said, just go for a walk outside. Go for a walk around your neighborhood. It's free. It's easy. Assuming you live in a safe area, that can be a great form of movement. Another form of movement that I thought of that's really thinking a little more out of the box is to play an active video game. There are so many fun options out there now. They have dancing video games, sports video games. They have virtual reality games that aren't even meant to be like workouts, but my kids get going in them and they come out just dripping with sweat. (laughs) 
there's this one my son plays called monkey tag, I believe. And you're moving your arms around like a monkey and trying to get away from people. And and it's a great upper body workout. So hopefully that just gets your juices flowing, gets you thinking outside of the box, thinking of things that you might find really enjoyable. Now, I know, of course, you need to be realistic as well. You probably aren't going to be able to go water skiing or rock climbing or snowboarding every day. You might need to have just something that's super simple, super easy you can do most days. And then on the weekends, plan some sort of fun activity that's a great form of movement that you really enjoy that kind of breaks things up, keeps them exciting. Now, if you're like me and you prefer to just do your movement at home, maybe you have a piece of exercise equipment that you wish you used more. Another way to make movement enjoyable is to find something enjoyable to do while you are exercising. I like to have a TV series or a movie that is reserved only for when I'm working out. I can only watch it while I'm getting my workout in. So maybe it's not the workout I'm looking forward to as much as it's the the show I'm going to be able to watch, but that still makes me look forward to that time in my workout room a little bit more. Put on the music, pump it up really loud, work out to music, um, listen to a podcast. Maybe you're listening to this right now while you're working out or an audiobook. Read a magazine. Find something enjoyable you can do while you're working out. I don't suggest studying or doing work while you're working out because most people don't find that as enjoyable. And the last piece of advice I want to give you if you're really just struggling to want to work out is to make it easy. Make it as easy as possible just to get yourself moving. Tell yourself, I am just going to work out for five minutes today. I hear a lot of people say this. If they can just get out the door, a lot of times they'll want to do more than five minutes. But if not, be true to yourself, be honest, and just work out for five minutes that day. Just keep the habit going or get it started, but don't feel like you have to jump right into a 30-minute workout every day. Start small, or if there's a day that you just aren't feeling it, you don't want to get your movement in, I mean, by all means, take some days off too. I'm not saying that you have to force yourself, push yourself every day to get a workout in. But if it's a day that you really do want to work out, but you're just having a really hard time wanting to do it, then just make it a really small, easy workout. And that in itself can just make it more enjoyable because it's easier. So hopefully that gives you some good ideas on how to make movement a more enjoyable part of your day. If you are one of my students in my Health Through Habits course, check out module four in the Get Strong and Sweaty lesson. In your workbook, I have a written assessment that you can fill out that will help you determine kind of how you prefer moving so that you can make your workouts more enjoyable. So just to wrap up this podcast episode, I really encourage you all to First of all, make a plan for how you can get more enjoyment out of your movement. And second of all, really pay attention to your mindset and how you're thinking about movement. Try focusing more on how moving makes you feel and all of the health benefits that it provides. Notice how when you move more regularly, you don't get winded when you go up the stairs. You maybe don't have as many cravings throughout the day. Your stress levels are reduced. You have more energy. You're getting better sleep. You're feeling strong and empowered. Really put your focus and emphasis on these amazing benefits of movement and try to get the focus off of weight loss, calories burned, all those diety 
reasons that maybe you've been moving up until now. I hope this helps get you motivated to get moving, to stay moving, to make joyful movement a regular part of your life. Good luck. I'm here for you. I'm rooting you on. Come on over to jennawaite.com if you want to learn how to work with me more closely and let me help you in your quest to make movement a bigger part of your life. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey friend, I want to personally invite you to join me and the other amazing women in my brand new private Facebook group. It's an awesome community where you can give and get encouragement as you ditch diet culture and work towards improving your health. Click on the link in the show notes to join or go to facebook.com slash groups slash finding true health. I hope to see you there.